I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Both women married men who are remarkably progressive on gender issues. Some of my husband's friends, Terrell wrote, warned him gravely against allowing his wife to weigh too deeply into public affairs. When a woman became deeply interested in civic affairs and started on a public career, they said, that was the beginning of a disastrous end. Under such circumstances, a happy home is impossible. To his credit, Robert Terrell supported his wife's career and had been an early supporter of women's suffrage. In fact, Terrell noted that uh, she had little confidence in her, her ability to speak and was reluctant to take on speaking engagements that were offered to her. This irritated my husband considerably. He thought that when so few colored women have been fortunate enough to complete a college course, it was a shame for any of them to refuse to render service which it was in their power to give. Mm. But Ferdinand Barnett, the husband of Ida B. Wells, and Robert Terrell had the kind of liberal views on marriage and gender roles that enabled their wives to pursue public careers without causing tension at home. Hey, welcome to the Black Tips Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcasting. Yes, sir. As a show note, there might not be a show tomorrow. We'll see. There's a lot of stuff happening, but I know I'm supposed to do uh, uh, Chris Lambert's podcast so there's a chance we just won't be able to do both um but you know you never know depends on how we feel right yeah depends on how we feel the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport what about a bullet ball extreme um and uh let's get right into it um that clip that uh, that uh excerpt was from uh beyond respectability by Brittany c cooper um it was talking about uh, I believe it was Mary Church Terrell and um, 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 Ida B. Wells' husbands, mm-hmm. um, uh, Robert Terrell and uh, Ferdinand Barnett, who, you know, for their time were extremely, I mean, I'd even say for today. Yeah, fuck yes. Yeah, we're, kind of, we're really progressive, uh, especially considering that their wives were race women, which was almost unheard of at the time and definitely unheard of as far as getting credit for things men were the ones who were considered the leaders they were the only ones who were even really uh pursuing the right to vote in that way like um it was it was this idea that only white men could vote so obviously equality for the black race would be only black men voting right um and then hey oh y'all want to do some women and suffer shit well that's white women shit right uh but yeah there was a lot of um you know traveling involved in being a race woman oh yeah you know, all the same things that, that men were doing you know traveling speaking um observing things uh shit ida b wells found ida b wells found herself in the middle of like reporting up for on lynchings and been in these very hostile environments where shit if they would have known who she was who knows what would have happened to her um so you needed a really strong and also not controlling like partner and at the same time whether you're controlling or not in a marriage a partner has expectations period too so you it's still a union where y'all are gonna have to acquiesce to each other's wants and needs at times too so you know if you want to start a family at some point this is a pressure on the marriage you know if you um you know how are y'all gonna make money you know um what kind of, you know ida b wells for a long time didn't even want to be a mom like that wasn't the thing she thought she wanted and then she had kids and then she like she loved it then but 
you know that that was a thing earlier in her life she couldn't see herself doing you know so um you know it is interesting to see that and then also like those men uh were abolitionists and uh freedom activists in their own right but you know we know their wives names more than we know theirs you know but they were they were no slouch you know but it's almost like in a way you had to be a person that was radical and a dreamer beyond um for not just race but gender to in order to be the partner of one of these women yeah and also you had to see the bigger picture because truth be told most everybody has ego everybody has ego but because of patriarchy and shit like that and what quote-unquote a man is supposed to be and what most men's definition of men or what men should be truthfully it's really fucked up Mm -hmm. i think most men's definition of what they think a man should be is really fucked up because men add unnecessary stress on themselves and on other men and they put themselves in boxes with these fucked up flawed uh, uh 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 hurtful definitions of what they think a man should be and and when you're in a marriage it is two people in a marriage not one person telling the other person what to do and it's very frustrating because a lot of times once you talk talk about marriage and bonds and things like that people get into religion and they want to take the bible and beat women upside head to put them into submission but a lot of times people take that shit out of context because it says husband loves your wife as christ loved the church when it says to submit it says submit both ways it ain't just a, man, a woman submit to your man it's a husband submit to your wife too and it's one of those things where um when it comes to marriage is a partnership and a lot of times people have a tendency to forget it's a partnership they go into a marriage going well what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours and we'll try to make it work but if it don't work fuck it you know nobody's willing to bend nobody's willing to compromise nobody's quote-unquote willing to give anything up because you know for a lot of people it's a battle and i don't i shouldn't have to be at a battle with my mate you know i shouldn't have to fight this is just me i i if i have to fight with my mate i would rather be by my goddamn self you're you're not worth stressing me out fighting fussing and arguing losing sleep but fuck what let me be by myself then it's not worth the marriage to me um and i think a lot of people that's a normal relationship i think that that definition is what a relationship should be up and down make up sex up and down i'm mad at you we mad at me you sleep on the couch up and down up and down up and down you know we all we go through this emotional roller coaster up and down you know well, I'm it's, it's not to say that that mary church terrell and ida b wells and their, and their husbands never had up and downs and stuff like that either you know i'm not saying like we for the most part we don't know that many details of their relationship so maybe they did have fights maybe they didn't talk to each other at times and stuff but from the stuff that we gathered from letters to each other and interviews and the way they they wrote in their autobiographies and stuff i think you know they were just even at a time when it was men earned the money women have the kids they were still very you know pro um like go out and and i met you when you were your own woman don't marry me and become somebody else and i love the idea of uh terrell robert terrell encouraging her like he's the one being like no 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 no. go like 
like he putting the pressure on her almost like it, it would be ashamed if you didn't go speak at what why you've been what, at these places where you've been asked to go talk like you're educated you're uh, an activist this is your cause no don't don't stay home don't choose that you know that to, to to shrink away from it go out and be that because i know and i believe in you and you can be that you know yeah and when i was saying up and down yes you're married you're gonna have your ups and downs and things like that like that is just a part of a marriage but i mean for some people it is like a a, a consistent thing you know mm-hmm. like like we have we have to fight if we're not fighting something's wrong mm-hmm. a lot of people function like that oh yeah and Absolutely. I'm like, no, that that's that's abnormal. I, I I'm trying to. I have to fight outside. Every time I open up the front door and go out, I have to fight the world. I be goddamn. If I'm gonna come home and fight my mate too. I'm I'm not gonna be mm-hmm. in fight mode all the time. I I can't live like that. Yeah, I agree. I think it's also interesting too because in this case with these two women specifically, we know how much the world is fighting them because they're talking about you know freedom, equality uh anti-lynching um you know they're taking on white supremacy to the fucking like hilt like which is very dangerous like, to do. yeah yeah ida b wells had to get out of memphis she was gonna be lynched she was gonna be killed um you know so we're talking about women that are facing an onslaught of just you know harassment and vitriol and to then think that there would be someone you have to come home to and shrink yourself because that's what you're supposed to do and for it not to be really reciprocated and not for not to like because that that could be life and i I mean that is life for a lot of women yes it is there's a lot of and now i'm not listening i'm not knocking folks if this is what they prefer right because i think that's the thing that people get lost in this shit i don't correct like you can be a feminist and like somebody open the door for you in your personal relationship you know it's not i don't think it's necessarily that but Mm -mm. um the idea of oh no matter how bright this woman's star is when she comes home she gotta dim it down because in the house man gotta be first man gotta eat first man gotta you gotta cook you gotta have the babies you gotta clean you gotta and then outside you're going rah 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 against society but then at home you know it's like okay now don't don't piss me off i'm the man you know and so it's almost like i couldn't even perceive and ida b well stayed single for a long time so i think maybe to 40 um so it's like i could see how that like one you're not finding viable suitors because they don't match your um no your ideals and then two um just the institution of marriage isn't as attractive to you when you know the possibilities of some man coming in and like fucking dominating your life is out there why the fuck would i do that right right and 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 the thing is some men don't realize that women know men more put straight women i'm just talking about straight women right. here know men more than men know themselves just like most black people know white people then they know themselves they know your cues they know how you tick they 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 they, they have to adapt around you and the most reason why they have to adapt around you is to goddamn stay alive so they understand certain traits and certain energy that men put out that they don't even realize that they're putting out like a woman could be with somebody and she can almost immediately sometimes say, oh, oh, you're controlling or you're this and you're that. And, and she, and he'd be like, well, everything is going great. But she picked up on something that you put out there that you didn't even realize you said something because there's certain rave phrases and words and things that you say that women 
have lived long enough they seen their uncles do it they seen their brothers do it they seen their cousins do it they see how other men around them treat women men act like we are oblivious to them and they act like us getting with you is the first time we've ever been with a dick or a penis or a person of the opposite sex in our lives and everything you're doing is the first time we've been introduced to these things no we've seen these things before and we've seen them on repeat particularly if you're a woman that have been has been through any type of abuse to, with, with with men or been manipulated with men and and things like that you are your 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 alert system is on 100 and sometimes men have a tendency to act like you being on alert is something wrong with that but that's self-protection and because men don't have to walk the average man does not have to walk around this world with with the fight or flight mode he don't have to open up his door and have to fight a flight he can just walk outside and just assume that nobody's gonna fuck with him on the average you know, or if push come to shove, he know he can put his fist up and fight versus a, when a woman walks out the front door, her first thing is like, okay, I'm gonna walk out the front door, but I might have to run out of this situation. I don't have the strength to overcome you. I might have to do these ulterior murders. And for me, it's very, um, uh, frustrating and irritating. Um, when I, 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 I look at how, like you were talking about Ida B. Wells and their husband, how they, they, cause a lot of that comes from love of that woman and compassion and understanding and wanting, and wanting her to be great. And a lot of men claim they want their mates to be great, but they don't really want their mates to be great because if you really wanted your loved one to be great, you would allow them to be themselves in all situations, in all circumstances. And sometimes that means you walking at the spotlight. These men walked out the spotlight and cause we, cause we don't know their names. So, you know, they had to give up that ego in that spotlight that would allow them to be the forefront. That would allow them to be the voice. You know, most men don't have that thing within them that goes, I love my wife. If she has a huge personality, bitch, be huge. And I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader. And I'm going to let you fly. And I'm going to let you soar. And because the thing is, if she's happy, you reap the benefits of her being happy. If y'all have children, you reap the benefit of, of her being the best mother that she can be because she's a full rounded person other than a motherhood motherhood and your penis defining her you picking up her picking up your last name is not the end all be all. it does not it's not the definition of who she is and i think a lot of people when when it comes to this thing they don't um understand and they uh cut relationships short out of them not understanding how to totally and completely love like 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 i mean i mean completely unconditionally love love to the point that you might get hurt and that's what people don't want to hear you have to learn how to how to open up your heart they like you said they do it to children but they don't do it to their mate people will love their children unconditionally forgive them for doing the most ridiculous shit but you let their mate or, or somebody they're having sex with just just just, just chip a flow all of a sudden it's bitch get the fuck out of here nigga get the fuck out of here because you've been hurt and i completely understand that that defense mechanism but in the long run it hurts you in other relationships it hurts you from truly loving and being loved in my opinion yeah and and i think uh also that's why these men you know were the husbands of great women and correct you know stay married to these women their whole lives and stuff um but i think also that's such a uh, rare thing and you know we're talking about the turn of the century as for some of these relationships and here we are a hundred years later and 
it doesn't really seem like much has progressed on that front when it comes to male women male female cishet relationships um because so much of it is like you said about control manipulation abuse um there's been so much hurt between right. uh, people at this point that mm-hmm. even if you i mean shit even if you had a, even if you saw a healthy relationship or you had a healthy relationship or someone was offering that to you how many people wouldn't even know what to fucking do with that you know no. what i mean it's like uh well after you've been hurt or used or whatever so many times like uh like i always say an olive branch can look like a weapon if you if you've gone through enough bullshit so uh yeah it is one of those things and i mean for these women to be able to have that a long time ago is another reason that you know i don't tell people like just uh settle or just uh, just stop pursuing because honestly you really don't fucking know there might be somebody out there because this was far out in 19 whatever Mm -hmm. so in 1890 such and such this was a far flung idea to have a man like this 2020 i don't think it's as far flung you know there is more out there there's more ways to find connections there's more ways uh for people to become educated about certain issues they have no idea about but you know like i said that's why you know i don't just tell people like i don't care just go just just settle down and don't you want a man like nah Mm -hmm. i want somebody that's gonna like fucking pump me up have my back and not mind that i'm you know that i like you said not mind that i'm big right and also it's 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 one of those things too where truth be told this is just my opinion most people don't need to be in relationships and Mm. people won't admit that most people are hurt they have a lot of pain they have a lot of like a lot of things that they need to fix within themselves and a lot of times and and most people bring something to a relationship don't get me wrong most most people do but for some people the pain and 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 the 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 things that go along with that is so deep that you know you need to talk to somebody about yeah, it you just never know man i i don't really feel comfortable advising a lot of people on relationships because i don't have the fucking answers i don't oh, know no, no. i don't know their lives and like when are you when is someone quote-unquote fixed you know what i mean when are you healthy enough for a relationship i don't know the that shit really you know like maybe you have to go see some counselors or get some therapy or read some books i don't you know i don't know but i i know it's like a porn you know when you see it where you just know like certain people you're like this this shit is just not gonna you're not in a healthy place you know right it might not be even for a sexual relationship just no it could be for friendships it could be for a job it could be just for life shit um and you just never fucking know with folks yeah and also i think that uh because the way everything functions now in social media and shit like that when it comes to love and being loved and all this quote-unquote pie in the sky shit that we're talking about that a lot of people go oh whatever niggas and guess what a lot of people consider it weakness a lot of people consider it weakness to love and show love and be loved and all that stuff that's always been true but I, i i don't think it's about showing love and being loved being making people feel weak i don't think that's what it is what i think it is is at least in the advent of social media it's when you lose it and it doesn't go right people are definitely afraid of what that l what that loss looks like right and that's why the fuck everybody like that's why people be popping up with fucking like full-ass relationships and like out of nowhere like you just 
like you know you've been talking to this person for six seven months but y'all can't post each other on social media y'all don't talk about each other's statuses da, 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 da. and then you just pop up one day and it's like we married or you know we've been going on 27 vacations together and we fucking like you know got uh 17 kids now it's like <laughs> what, when, when did, did that this, happen when did any of this happen i think because people are so um people are so mean and judgmental yes they are and there's just no understanding of like okay i i tried i dated somebody and didn't work out it's it's, it's like okay. it's like because these aren't your real true friends Mm-mm. in a lot of cases you don't want to share that with the world because like if it doesn't work out if you do get that divorce if you don't you know if you do break up if if uh something does happen between you and your baby daddy well now it's fodder for everybody who aren't your real friends so now you're being you're being judged you know people pass aggressive talking about you and shit right and so i think people share a lot and people our age share that stuff a little bit less readily yes they do you know um because of that shit man it's, it's just i mean it's, it's sad and not you know you don't want it to be that way but i understand you know i have friends i'll oh, talk yeah. i talk to them like offline or something they'll be like yeah i've been dating this dude or whatever i'm like oh good for you you know like congrats or whatever but then at the same time like damn that's you can't really put it on your instagram mm-hmm. can't really put it on your you know right. because we we're so afraid of publishing them l's man you gotta everything gotta be a win all the time or else you a loser you know and so right but that's not how life functions and it was so fucked up like other shit everybody knows that's not how it functions but everybody put these arbitrary fucked up unrealistic rules that they wouldn't apply on real life themselves in real life right nobody can be a fool nobody you know right and you go what everybody's been a fool everybody has been a fool at some point and period in their lives and you know what it's okay you know what you survived you know what people have been divorced you ain't the first person to be divorced you won't be the last person to be divorced you won't be the last person to break up you won't be the the last person and you ain't the first and you know it's one of those things but that's life and i think a lot of times that's uh uh uh, uh what keeps people from um sharing and expressing things because everybody wants everybody to feel like they're the only one when you know what it's a whole gang of people that has felt or been through the thing that's why when you have somebody that's actually honest and be like hey i've been through this all of a sudden you have a horde of people in their dms or or or, or expressing it publicly like yeah me too me too me too because yeah. you're never alone you're never alone all right well i don't know what that got to do out of be wells mary church terrell but boom butterflies in the sky i could go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can't go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can't be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow all right let's get into the show yeah you know me my mind a little bit everywhere it's okay um i never know where it's going either um let's see we got some news and stuff to talk about um stephen king ignites an online fury well doesn't everything over (laughs) controversial somebody sneezed it was an online fury Stephen King is under fire on Twitter after downplaying the role of diversity in selecting this year's Academy Award nominees. 
it's funny because stephen king was a lot of people's fave because he's always talking bad about trump and shit um but you know with twitter you're one opinion from being you know people being like i don't fuck one with opinion. this person uh i would never consider diversity in matters of art only quality the 72 year old tweeted on tuesday it seems to me that to do otherwise would be wrong in the earlier tweet king wrote that diversity was not even discussed in the categories he was tasked with nominating as a writer i'm allowed to nominate in just three categories best picture best adapted screenplay and best original screenplay he explained for me the diversity issue as it applies to individual actors and directors anyway did not come up the author of it carrie and the outsider was instantly eviscerated by many on social media including selma and when they see us director ava duvernay who has championed diversity in hollywood when you wake up meditate stretch reach for your phone to check out on the world and see a tweet from someone you admire that is so backwards and ignorant you want to go back to bed she wrote another uh person author roxanne gay joined in writing as a fan this is painful to read from you it implies that diversity and quality cannot be synonymous they are not separate things quality is everywhere but most industries only believe in quality from one demographic and now here you are uh let's see uh someone said uh oh stephen king is against affirmative action i hope he's ready to be canceled by all the people that love him when he hates on trump tweeted comedian tim young pretty good take the controversial statement came after multiple articles decried the fact that all the nominees for 2020 best director oscar are white and male and even after the hashtag oscar so white forced the academy to adopt diversity reforms to adopt diversity reforms the la times jen yamamoto pointed out that only five women have been nominated for best director in the oscars nearly 100 year history with Catherine bigelow hurt locker being the only female director to win the accolade king has since spoke about his comments tweeting a few hours later the most important thing we can do as artists and creative people is make sure everyone has the same fair shot regardless of sex color or orientation right now such people are badly underrepresented and not only in the arts he followed it up with you can't win awards if you shut out the if you shut out the game um uh, which is probably the closest you're gonna get to like some form of an apology that people want to hear right um yeah i mean it's interesting because i think he made the same mistake that most people of privilege do um which is the assumption that they as a baseline are being fair already and that the system is already fair right and that they they don't necessarily have a wherewithal or the thought process to take it one step further and be like but why is the system yielding these results as right because i'm sure all of the people who vote have the same thought process that he does mm-hmm. which is i don't think about whether or not um someone's what someone's race is i'm just voting you know for what i think is the right ones to vote for what the quality of the film is right and so five women ever have made a film good enough to be nominated in, in 100, 100 years. years not very many black people not very many mm-hmm. asian people no. not very many mexican no. people not pretty much you know you have to be uh a straight white man or woman to truly be recognized as one of the greatest in this art form and uh this is not a meritocracy this isn't like running a mile where hey, your time is what you're running against no this is opinion and the opinions that shape the academy and film evaluation for the most part are the set upon the values of white maleness you know even the and you know to a certain degree even the films that do have and the artists who do are and who are nominated um that are not white 
they're still having to deal with the white um kind of scoring system of mm-hmm. what is valuable and what is not so um yeah i can i can see why people are upset with that you know i, I don't think i'm type to really get upset with that shit i mm-hmm. i think i know what he meant um but i don't i think in this day and age you know a white dude trying to articulate something like that is not gonna work anyway no because you know? black twitter ain't gonna hear it yeah but i but i mean and also for for the for the most part like i agree with the sentiment of it's about quality of work because i what i find happening now on the opposite side is to try to like make up for a hundred years of white people mm-hmm. doing like the worst you know just fucking boxing people out now it's like if you're a black critic and you don't fuck with a certain film or you don't fuck with a certain artist or you think something was good but maybe shouldn't you wouldn't have voted for it to be the the winning thing if it's black people like turn on you right you know which I, i'm like well what's the fucking point are we just all i'm rooting for my own race and because if that's the game white black people aren't going to ever win shit because white people gonna always have this majority and everyone's just picking their own race and now we've turned it into some type of weird race war in response when you know the idea was we would like this black art to be considered right um because before we felt that it wasn't considered Mm -mm. but i think now it feels like the mandate is not just consideration but you now have to win it has to win right and we kind of talked about it yesterday uh it's one of those things where if you're considering you're considering everything and just because it's black don't mean it's good (laughs) you know and just because it's black it might be somebody else that might outdo them and that's that and that's fine because that that's like you said it's all arbitrary but but that's part of the process and black people don't want to hear that they want to hear black shit it needs to win no that's that's not that's not always true and you said this and i feel like this too some of y'all don't watch no white shit and y'all just be mad and you be like well did you even watch it no but then what the hell what the fuck are you talking about i think also the question here is what is what what does it mean to consider diversity in your voting you know because it is the idea okay i can select five films i have to select one or two black ones I have to select something like is like i have to select something by a woman i like is that the goal of the selection um when you're considering diversity or is it uh something black has to win i you know uh, something by a white man can't win no right. matter how, no matter how good or so bad like you it said is. it's a course correction so i i just wonder what do people mean by that because i think the unspoken word that's ha- the unspoken thing right now that's happening is that people are saying something other than a white person should like win right or should like that's what will that will quote unquote count and um you know I, i'm i'm not necessarily against that i think white people had long enough at the top but at the same time i think it then becomes this weird game of like how do i like discount white people shit and then boost up black people shit in order to make it even and i'm like no i'm i don't want to play that game no because like you said you watch and it's subjective because some things that hit one person one way might hit somebody else a completely different way yeah i felt bad like i've had to do and i shouldn't have to feel this way as a critic that happens to be black but 
i've had to give a few movie reviews where i felt bad because this is something that is a black thing it was promoted as a black thing a big moment for blackness in certain certain movies and then i watched the movie and i'm like i didn't like it or it was okay but right. not good right and, or, or or even or it wasn't for me and and i feel bad i shouldn't have to feel that way no to review a fucking movie i shouldn't even put that on the black artists who make the movie Mm-mm. i shouldn't have to put it on myself as a critic uh audiences shouldn't put that on critics because i saw people who like there were people that didn't see queen of slim that got mad at black critics who didn't like the film now like like but like how can you like so what are we actually rooting for here right like so now we just put all this extra pressure on black creatives and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i don't know man it's just such a weird um thing to get into i think as a white man he doesn't really get to express any of that because obviously uh we don't want to hear it you know <laughs> to be frank but yeah, no, but it is um, what it is. and you know the usual suspects was gonna be on his ass ava was on oh, them yeah uh you know like uh because this, this is their rim this is their thing this is what they do yeah right? so so you know it makes sense that they will get you know be up on them but um and then also because he a lot of people just thought he was bad because he talked shit about trump but that don't mean that don't really mean much you know it don't white people a lot of times just don't necessarily know or understand a lot of the stuff that causes that people promote you know so anyway man um this is sadly why i just can't invest much time in or not time but much um i can't invest much of my heart in the, uh these award shows because mm-hmm even your woke white people would have to move off of the dais for somebody else to take the spot and who the fuck want to do that nobody like they'd rather get up there and give a speech about how we should have diversity while not while they win the award you know what i mean like it's Mm -hmm. not it's kind of and then it being a subjective art it's just kind of not you're not gonna get the uh you're not gonna get what you think because it's all subjective anyway agreed uh all right let's see what else is happening uh smoke from australia's fires will make a full circle around the world no shit and end up right back in australia yeah a whole fucking continent on fire yes and you know what global warming all that shit this shit matters is expected to make at least one full circuit around the globe returning to the skies over the uh, country i'm gonna fucking turn the whole sky black yep so you know global warming man now i'm sure that uh it'll all be fine because uh at the same time this is happening oh wait that's in that y'all man but donald trump wants to cut back on some of these environmental uh restrictions yeah he don't give a fuck about your drinking water he he don't he don't uh 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 give a fuck about uh, your clean air you know i'm joking and shit but yeah like people had to fucking die for you to have fucking clean air to breathe there are some parts of the country where the fucking smog is so bad that people have asthma and all that shit they move to other parts of the country and they're like bitch i can breathe yes because you were around smog and stuff a lot of the the power plants and coal plants and shit they put them near brown people they put in black neighborhoods they put that shit near us we have asthma and 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 skin and shit now purposefully like they do this purposefully they don't put this in no rich white people this shit is bad is 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 
it's bad for everybody because at the end of the day we're all going to be uh affected by this no matter how big or small your city is odds are your drinking water is going to be fucked up people talking about flint somebody said flint michigan flint michigan is all across the country but a lot of these places didn't get the same recognition as flint but there are other places where they can't drink their water we've even read articles about people with the goddamn fire water i turn my water on like that bitch and it bursts in the flame you can't drink that yep uh elizabeth warren says bernie sanders didn't think a woman could be president he denies it so apparently uh elizabeth warren confirmed monday night that senator bernie sanders disagreed that a woman could be president donald trump uh, and become the president while the two 2020 candidates were discussing the upcoming election this happened at a 2018 conversation followed uh, by several media reports on that discussion citing anonymous sources warren claims she and sanders met to discuss the 2020 election our past working together and our shared goals beating donald trump taking back our government for from the wealthy and well-connected and building an economy that works for everyone among the topics that came up was what would happen if democrats nominated a female candidate she continued i thought a woman could win he disagreed warren and her campaign have been silent on the issue after it broke monday afternoon sanders and his campaign deny any such comment was made it's it's a lie Fayez shakir sanders campaign manager said in a response to media reports bernie sanders has always fought and stood for women for women and women's rights we need to hear from her directly but i know what she would say that it is not true that is a lie he stated so he was wrong about that she did say that it was true uh for his part sanders said the report was ludicrous in a lengthy statement it is sad that three weeks before the iowa caucus and a year after that private conversation staff who weren't in the room are lying about what happened sanders said do i believe a woman can win 2020 of course after all hillary beat donald trump by three million votes in 2016 um the conflicting accounts could lead to a tense matchup between the two progressives that will take part in tuesday's democratic debate in iowa monday's incident comes on the heels of a recent report from politico the sanders campaign staffer was using a script when calling potential voters that criticized warren warren said that she was disappointed to hear that bernie is sending sending his volunteers out to trash me while sanders denied any prior knowledge of the volunteer script uh yeah the script basically said that the accusation was essentially that uh she wasn't bringing new voters to the party and all the people that were supporting her were people that are already heavily involved in politics and that's not true had money and were well and were had a college education which is essentially code for bernie sanders is bringing broke white people worried about economic anxiety to the democratic party Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah who gonna turn around and vote for donald trump if he don't go too far yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so you know it was back to the old argument of um the working white class yeah. blah 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 so i believe her i believe yes well, yes well i was gonna say the argument of if they will vote for anyone other than bernie uh, that's a that's a progressive person um and we, so people are saying well nah they'll, they'll vote for elizabeth warren too and people some people are saying no they'll only vote for bernie i don't i I honestly don't know Mm -hmm. i don't feel that strongly one way or the other um we'll see what the fuck people want to do but uh you know they did have a script and a picture of it and you know they're saying it came from like one of the people that volunteered for the campaign or some shit and uh you know and that it wasn't a directive from bernie sanders and his crew whatever okay i believe it all okay 
yeah i think um i i what's funny is i don't find it hard to believe that he would say Mm -hmm. he didn't think a woman would beat trump because i mean look at his supporters right you know these motherfuckers still Mm -hmm. don't want to hear it because no one is sexist and no one has any issues with women not even donald trump himself would say he has any issues with women so you can't rely on people to self-report on this Mm -mm. but from my fucking you know point of view my bird's eye view i feel like hillary clinton would have been president if she wasn't a woman agreed you know i feel like all that shit that they're telling me about how hillary clinton was so terrible joe biden is worse than her in every single category right and he's somehow running laps around these fools right he's incompetent like it doesn't stick to him why wouldn't it not stick to him oh because he has a dick it's not fucking rocket science on this shit so uh all that to say i i can see why bernie sanders would believe that um i can see why especially with some of the things he said in the past about decrying identity politics because he never really makes a connection between identity politics and the economy which is supposed to be his big fucking issue Mm -hmm. um i can see that that he would say something like this i i don't think elizabeth warren would lie about this i also also think that um uh, i think they confirmed this with four sources at the time in 2018 so you're telling me bernie sanders didn't say it she walked out of that room for confirmed the four different four sources that that's what he said and then waited a year and uh, some change so she could pull this big joke out of nowhere before the Iowa caucus. Now I'm not saying that that didn't happen. Let's go with conspiracy theory, and that's exactly what happened. Let's say she did all that plotting and scheming. Well, to me, that's the kind of person I want to vote for for president. Okay, that Machiavellian ass setup, that chess move she put on his Come old on. ass. Listen, okay she was that hold the papers until the iowa caucus now that right there now that's some papa pope diabolical shit right there if she set this man up she was scheming if she set him up that let him think they was friends sign on aggression pact all this shit and then she just set this man up on a random fucking week you know year a year and some change later i mean y'all almost gotta give her credit now right so i don't know it's like either way this this kind of works for me if if she's just a piece of shit that just lied on this man for no reason he never saw it coming i'm like well see that's the kind of savvy that we need that's cutthroat you know dem- democratic presidential parlor tricks we need this and if <laughs> and if it's not and bernie sanders just said the shit then yeah he's i mean that that was pretty fucked up for him to say mm-hmm. so i don't i mean show me the way that this looks good for bernie and i'll i'll let me know it looks bad to me yes it does and i believe it all yeah so um uh, anyway i just thought that was funny that they fighting and shit uh because you know in the day i vote for any of these motherfuckers same i mean obviously i'm yang gang now so (laughs) me and uh me and dave Chappelle (laughs) signed up today uh almost no women regret having abortions five years later according to a landmark study you don't say well you know what you say it like it's a no-brainer but i gotta say man after all the propaganda that women are out here having abortions and then feeling guilty and all this shit 
it's good to see some scientific data be like no nah, it's not fucking true and part of the reason i like studies like this that, that these no does studies sometimes but some part of the reason i like it is because there are people who've been making this argument right that some of them well-meaning some of them malicious but there are people who've been making this argument because we've heard it repeated so many times so you're like well yeah you know you might think it's a good idea but abortion is forever so you get one and maybe five years later you're like i shouldn't have did that and and you don't have a chance to go back and do it so maybe we just shouldn't allow people to get abortions blah blah blah. like there are people that make that argument i love when there's a fucking poll or something they go out and be like let's actually ask the women and stop speculating no more no more you know uh, uh what do you call it no more projecting and they found out it was a five-year study of 667 women published today in the social science and medicine um the study conducted between 2008-2016 uh followed each woman from a week after her abortion until five years post her abortion to see how she felt about her decision down the line while other studies have looked at the emotional effects of abortion they've been limited to a week or a month post procedure since larger long-term studies are prohibitively expensive and time consuming right because you have to actually follow these women right so instead they uh said look let's let's go ahead and study this over the course of five years um uh she got uh uh corinne roca who's the uh person who conducted the study got grants from four different foundations um and they studied everything for example could abortions haunt women later in life and cause major feelings of regret could there be a basis for waiting period uh 27 states uh for the waiting period that 27 states require before a woman can get an abortion could the state mandated abortion materials given out in eight states that claim abortion causes lasting mental health harm be corrected according to the study no no and no what we found is that there were def that there definitely wasn't evidence to support claims that the procedure has detrimental long-term effects the results showed nearly all women didn't regret their abortions the study included a mix of white black and latina women from 30 clinics across the u.s the average age was 25 and 62 percent were already raising kids that's another thing people are people think well if you have an abortion you won't be able to have a child people think if you have an abortion uh it's because you know it's the stereotypical like i don't want to have my first child with this person or i'm just using this birth control blah 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 and you find out like hey some of these women are already raising kids yeah and it was like i don't want any more children because i actually know the cost and the weight of that Mm -hmm. um we actually achieved a sample that looks very similar to the population of women who seek abortions nationally roca said uh, the study analysis shows that one week after their abortion 51 percent of participants felt positive emotions 17 percent felt negative emotion and 20 percent felt no emotions the study also found that 46 percent of women felt it was a difficult decision to have an abortion but for the 27 percent of people who did have difficulty with the choice um oh i'm sorry 46 percent felt it wasn't difficult 27 percent who did say it was difficult feelings of sadness declined sharply in the two years post procedure yeah and 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 that's the the, and and that's the thing people act like when it comes to abortion that it's almost like women aren't intelligent enough to hold the weight of that decision like Mm -hmm. they act like we better no let me just walk in there and get one no bitch it ain't that simple yep uh after three years 99 percent said having an abortion was the right decision even women who had abortions later on in their pregnancies did not experience any more regret than the women who had earlier term abortions after five years the emotion most commonly felt by 95 percent of these women was relief 
yeah and somebody about up in the chat room do they ever which which they would never do this because uh 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 not unless it was something where uh it was anonymous do they ever ask women who had children do you regret having children because there are also, you know I me mean, everybody well do you regret not have well do you regret having them because there are some women that was like bitch if i had to do it again the answer would be no uh they also said they didn't think about their abortions much the only time i think about my abortions when you call up and ask about it roca said many women told her the study also measured community stigma and found that 31 percent of women said people in their community will look down on them if they knew about their abortion those women expressed higher levels of post-abortion sadness suggesting that the social cultural context plays a role in how women feel about their abortions so essentially it's not because you personally feel a certain way but enough people in your community whether it be religious or whatever like the shaming and judging of you that makes you feel bad so you can't talk about it you can't be open about it because hey i don't want the people in my church to, to judge me about this right and it's also one of those things to where this is another reason why they have those rules about at your job don't be talking about bullshit like this because you know sometimes people like to kind of bring it up and you're like the fuck you talk about this at job i'm looking like looking at people like you don't know who in this room has had one what the fuck are you talking about the researchers accounted for factors that could influence the findings including if a woman is in a relationship with the man who was involved in the pregnancy if the woman had histories of depression or anxiety if they intended to get pregnant if they had social support their age race and the stage of pregnancy that they were in um so yeah um still remains obviously a highly divisive topic but it seems like it's not divisive among women who've gotten them because so like the divisiveness only happens when you include like men in the equation and people that aren't the women whose bodies it is right right because it and, and and the thing about it uh when it comes to abortion everybody goes to the individual choice but everybody wants to say so you know everybody tells you it's your choice on your body but is it really though because you know everybody have these varying different opinions based off of what they would and would not do but the whole purpose of having the freedom is if i decide not to that's my choice if i decide to that's my right too you know like like that's the freedom part it's funny how a lot of people go i want you to have freedoms but you know nobody nobody ever talks about i forced you in some situation to have a child that you might not want to have had and then people look crazy when they're like oh this woman snapped and killed both her children you know nobody ever wants to talk about that perspective of it nobody ever wants to talk about how a child is conceived sometimes that woman be like no i might not want to have this child based off of how this child is conceived nobody wants to talk about all the things that go into pregnancy and being pregnant and conceiving and shit like that and the thing is everybody tell you to go have it but guess what that guess what they don't want to do cover the bill nobody wants to expand medicaid everybody know the the services for 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 for, to cover kids they want to cut the shit but yet they want to tell you to have the kids yeah so i don't know man like i said i'm and i'm not just like a absolutionist where i'm just like no one should ever feel anything fuck it it's like it's a it's just not a decision for me to make it's not a decision for you to make it's a decision for an individual person to make how they feel about that is really on them um but i think it's interesting now that we actually have some numbers behind it it's not the way that we were taught we were Mm -hmm. taught women were making these decisions in like desperate 
situation right they they you know they they were you know really really threatened and, and feeling i mean really really fretting over it and then much later in life you know they will feel terrible about this and you'll you know one day you'll regret what you just did and then we're finding out 99 percent of people was like no i know i made the right decision and also it's one of those things too like everything else when it comes to this they want to put the face of poor people at the front of you know having these and black people right and black people but you know what it's a lot of white women that are out here having them left and right too just like every other woman yeah not even left and right though i mean, I mean not left and right like, but, but no, you hold, know, on, hold on hold on let me i just want to clarify uh, like they the people with the access can they are the ones who can afford the left and right right so so when you say like every other woman no the the odds of like someone without money going out and getting a, a an abortion is much lower probably than these people with fucking money like right i'm sure people with money have much more access to it mm-hmm. which is you know part of the reason part of the fucking problem really is that people with money can be like you shouldn't have an abortion now look if my daughter get pregnant i don't give a fuck i'm a republican my congressman get fu- i will get fly pregnant. her to the right state we will get this out. i will fly her out of the country right like how many times we can like we can laugh at the hypocrisy of some like conservative motherfucker getting caught sucking some dick but we never really talk about the idea that you know all these rich white men clearly fucking around on their wives and shit daughters and stuff out here you know doing god knows what and and yet you know we don't talk about the idea that they're probably out here getting these abortions and shit left and right and while while actively campaigning against it right so anyway uh let's see what else we can talk about guys uh i don't even think i i don't know who this is sway lee who is sway lee i know he's a rapper but is he in ray sherman you know you're talking to grandma over here i have no idea sway lee's tumultuous relationship with his on again off again girlfriend marlyesia ortiz has just hit a new low after a video of the two servers showing ortiz trying to bust the windows out of his lamborghini yours which retails for around two hundred three hundred thousand dollars according to tmz the clip shows ortiz as she's tried busting out his windows and taunts the rapper for being broke while sway lee seemingly tells her to scram she also had a pretty stunning caption attached someone kill him i got 20k cash for you the video ends with sway leaving hours later ortiz posted a message that seemed to be a complete 180 from what she posted earlier saying i was mad and meant nothing i said we good now you guys can chill what no no it just goes back to how you open the show about these up and down relationships yeah, yeah you literally put a hit on my life and uh two hours later we good and a lot of people think that shit is normal like i said before everybody got ups and downs everybody 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 but it's one of those things but for some people honey up and down is the consistent factor yeah okay somebody did say he and ray Sherman. okay so i thought uh it's not clear if sway was made aware of the threatening post or the cops were called for this incident the former couple have a rocky history with one another from the cheating accusation to physical violence marley was arrested in september for what the cops believe to be a physical altercation that she escalated in which she allegedly headbutted the rapper no charges were filed in that case as the la city attorney decided to have a hearing with both parties to hash out their problems man so they've been in this toxic relationship for a minute huh mm-hmm. and a lot of people think that shit is normal jesus christ no thank you no thank you uh, a spanish television reporter appeared to celebrate and quit her job on live television after realizing she had a winning lottery ticket 
okay it was a decision for which she would later apologize oh no uh on sunday valencia community journalist natalia escudero was covering spain's annual christmas lottery called el gordo the fat one when she found out that she was also a winner the state-run lottery is the world's richest draw boasting 2.24 billion euros which is about 2.43 billion dollars in prizes a lot of money according to the guardian nearly 15,000 people can have a winning ticket that pays different amounts according to travel website barcelona yellow the winning number this year was 26590 and escudero escudero was one of the lucky ticket holders to have the correct number for a prize worth uh four hundred forty four thousand dollars per for each ticket but the prize money can be split multiple ways and escudero would soon learn about that complexity of the distribution oh no i'm not going in tomorrow she said wagging her finger in front of the camera with her bangs shaking in unison natalia doesn't work tomorrow i'm Woo! not going to work tomorrow she walked in there like martin and gino mm-hmm. her news station based colleague colleague smiled and laughed at her excitement escudero's winnings was news to them one angus told the viewers the crowd behind her jumped and chanted with their lottery tickets in hand oh so people around her had a winning ticket too i don't know they just i think they were celebrating for her oh okay escudero paused some of the excitement to interview a fellow lottery winner about what she intends to do with the money the woman smiled under the arm of a loved one and said she planned to pay off her debts she told escudero another woman told escudero she couldn't believe her good fortune and she spoke to into escudero's microphone with her lottery ticket going in and out of the shot it's true it's not the truman show escudero exclaimed referencing the 1998 movie starring jim carrey in which the character discovers his life is a televised simulation the crowd started jumping again with bubbly spread in the air some got into her eyes 40 tickets have been sold at her reporting location with the winning number worth 16 million euros she said into the camera uh she pulled the woman who sold her the ticket and kissed her on the cheek as the champagne continued to spray bottles. <laughs> She repeated her lottery number and said she would never forget it. Her fellow anchor at the news station joked that she too now had the digits seared into her mind and that Escudero would need a tattoo of it. But Escudero would later learn that her share of the jackpot was only 5,000 euros. Oh no. About $5,500. A Spanish lottery ticket cost 200 euros, the Suns reported, the Sun reported. So to make the game easier to enter, people can buy a decimo or a tenth of a full ticket for 20 euros oh that is what she and probably those celebrating around her bought so her winning number was worth only a tenth of a full ticket share of the prize two hundred dollars for them so they were like oh if you really want to play you got the busted 200 first of all that god is, that's that's some shady shit to sell portions of a ticket to right. people right selling a tenth of a ticket they clearly didn't know that's what this was apparently they didn't they thought they was getting a full ticket right hundreds of tickets with the same series can be sold according to barcelona oh they do it so they can sell more in a subsequent clip that same day escudero made a zip zipping lips motion with her hands and said that she had not been touched by the grand twice money only a pinch she said to the camera 
some members of the public and spanish media accused her of being unprofessional and duping viewers about her earnings escudero tweeted an apology for anyone who felt deceived by her reaction the past few months have been difficult she said and the win was the first time she had felt some good fortune she was disheartened that she had appeared to undermine her 25 years of experience one thing was certainly true <laughs> she had a pleasure coming back she wasn't going to work the next day escudero was starting her holiday break and getting ready to celebrate her delirious pinch of good luck delicious pinch of good luck she said uh it's unclear she is still an employee at rtve probably not damn that's sad man she was she got played by that oh you played 20 nah my nigga you gotta put 200 to win could have been worse i mean it sounded like she's kept it kind of tame i mean they say it was unprofessional but it's not like she was out there like oh you broke bitches <laughs> and calling out people by name i mean all y'all food in the break room fuck everybody i hate this job fuck the news i hate these so people she might still have a job then yeah i hope she got it i hope she's okay it seems like a lot to put on her you know yeah I, I i wouldn't quit my job until i like got the money like in my hand and in the bank once it deposited and then mm-hmm. you know what and then depend on the amount because truth be told a lot of times what you get what you think you're gonna get ain't what you really get Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. i think i would show up and uh like in a mask or something to get my winnings yeah and the thing is it's so fucked up because the lottery varies from state to state and in my opinion i fucking hate the states that be like if you wanted you got to show your face not it no why so if somebody fucking i be on somebody's radar no i want to be anonymous mm-hmm. don't want nobody to know so i think after that point if i had a jobby job i'd show up to the job a few more times before quitting make a smooth i got not want it to be suspicious like oh some, somebody won the mega millions and then the next day i'm like i'm out showing up in a gold chain oh, and shit that's why some people wear masks and shit like that right yeah so i would just show up you know later you know quit quit my job on the low you know that kind of thing twitter will put options to limit replies directly on the on the compose screen speaking today at a ces event in los las vegas twitter director of product management suzanne z uh suzanne z uh unveiled some new changes that are coming uh she says that twitter is adding a new setting for conversation participants right on the compose screen as four options global group panel and statement global lets anybody reply group is for people you follow and mention panel is for people you specifically mentioned in that tweet and statement simply allows you to post a tweet and receive no replies no word on whether a statement also automatically formats your tweet as a classic iphone notes apology app but it should (laughs) that'd be funny uh z says that twitter is in the process of doing research on the feature and that mock-ups are going to be part of an experiment we're going to run in the first quarter it will take you probably get it the blue check mods get everything first Uh, man i I low-key kind of hate being a blue check mark person (laughs) if it didn't piss so many people off i really would delete it but it really does seem to piss the right people off like it's always some motherfucker that just got an attitude and don't like you that's like got a problem with you having a check mark and honestly that's what i'm here for like be mad be mad but in general it's just like people really have turned twitter into some classism shit like Mm -hmm. like there's some money you get for having a check it's like none of this is real calm down it's just a fucking delineation i'm not any more important than you and vice versa but yeah it is it's really weird but i Mm -hmm. do like when they roll this shit out though because this is the kind of thing that everybody should get access to um like the quality filter like i like the quality filter because because you get you know 
i could just shut somebody down and be like i'm out so but yeah i think uh one of the things about twitter um do like changing these this function though is that it's going to take away some of the um in my opinion uh power of people to take tweets and like take them out of context mm-hmm. or to you know because i like one of the features features that i like uh is the quality filter right uh it has brought me so much peace yeah because people did like I, with the quality filters like hey if you don't have these many followers you have an egg like you can kind of filter like well there's two of them there's okay. one that you can do specific stuff like that okay like but then there's another one you just hit on it's just a general quality filter and it it, it just kind of takes a lot of garbage type of tweets off of your timeline right um and unfortunately sometimes that means people that may maybe they're a fan of the show right. maybe they uh you know maybe they just like me on twitter sometimes i miss what they say too right so it doesn't catch everything Mm-mm. it's not a hundred percent only bad things right but for my own peace of mind i needed that because Correct one of the things that it made me realize is that a lot of what twitter the power of twitter and social media is the interaction right and so you say something and interaction has no good or bad to it no it doesn't if if someone reacts you know it makes you want to keep going Mm -hmm. so to take away the reaction from the equation it kind of keeps you on like focus on just the quality of what the, the discussion and the quality of the discussions do go up when there's less people who have less involved when there's people that don't really follow the podcast don't really tweet at me don't really know me i don't follow them you know certain type of things that like those interactions you know from some stranger with four tweets a lot of times you just can't help it as a human being you end up giving them attention you know at least i do so you know i might be talking to uh you know a friend on i might be talking to ray Sani on twitter about something and it's something that you know we're having a conversation and it feels like pretty genuine and then there may be some person that just doesn't like her doesn't like me right or, just or pop up out of nowhere or doesn't like the topic we're talking about and they just hop in your mentions and you know they got four tweets they got four followers they got you know and you're like look at this horrible thing this person said to me i gotta respond sarcastically or whatever and they derailed the conversation right and so also i find myself too just not really uh being on as much mm-hmm. um and not really contributing as much some days which is fine right i think you know i don't get paid to do that so mm-hmm. uh sometimes it's, it's better not to and i you know i stick to my jokes and stuff like that but yeah i like all of these tools the only thing is i wish everyone had um had access to these tools mm-hmm. you know it's uh um like I said, it, we will see how this works out because the thing about Twitter is that Twitter is all about interactions. So a lot of these features were literally cut and trimmed down interactions. Like, so, you know, it, people would put stuff out and it might not go as viral because they have their shit filtered down, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the part of the social part of social media and that could be good and or bad depending on how you look at it well the thing for me is not whether or not it go because my stuff will still go viral sometimes Mm -hmm. but what it is is i don't have to see every response to it correct so you know i make a joke or something and you know and it's just a it's a creative brain thing i think or maybe it's every human being but you know 29 people can love your joke two people come through and tell you you corny stupid motherfucker those are the two people that get to you 
that you're like well fuck you you know what the fuck like you don't know me by that defensiveness and that's what a lot of people those people want so to take that out of the equation is dope to say here's a tweet you can't respond to it because people keep going well they're gonna be able to say and it's just I'm, I'm sorry to say it but these people are so thirsty online when they're like well that means people are gonna be able to tweet out fucked up stuff and then you won't be able to reply to it and i keep trying to say yes right that yes act, that actually would be better, better. it, it would be. actually be better for twitter if you would stop quote tweeting tommy lauren right if you would stop saying these people that you hate these things that you don't like you're gonna keep giving them attention you're gonna keep like fucking here come smell this tell your whole timeline that's actually what they rely upon so so while you're complaining about Mm -hmm. this change this is actually something that is better for everybody if these people choose to use these tools now what my guess is my guess is a lot of these people aren't going to choose to use these tools so correct like you're not going to see like ann coulter suddenly be like okay let me stop trying to no you're gonna they're gonna be like i do want you to respond to this i want you to quote tweet it i want you to share it because there is no currency for me here unless you guys are outraged at me and i think that's the difference is that people won't be able to people won't self-police like that but they were so they looked at it so backwardly because they were so obsessed with this idea of thinking they have ownership and control over these these people that they're quote tweeting and dunking on and shit it's like no no you're actually your own worst enemy if you claim you don't want to see these people go viral yeah and also i i think and truth be told for some people it'll actually be better because once people start actually using it and they realize the benefit of it for a lot of people i think it would cut down on anxiety it would cut down on certain people even falling in their timeline like it would just cut down on that also people complain about abuse and harassment on twitter yes they do and we need new tools they literally just came up with a new tool hey how about now you can make a tweet and only people who follow you or that you follow can talk to you about it right that's that is a great solution mm-hmm. to dozens of bots being in your mentions yes, or it being is. able to reply to it these like these are good ideas but people are so used to just shitting on twitter or they they actually like the shit they complain that they don't like and and so now we're in this position but i actually think these are smart ideas at work yeah and also truth be told for a lot of people on twitter they go on twitter to be seen to be acknowledged and shit like that so now they're going oh no you're taking away me being acknowledged you're taking so now you know let's say the person that i hate and drag all day that's my jam and this is shit i do if all of a sudden that person uses these filters and shut their shit down all of a sudden i can't be seen they can't see me like a lot of people don't want to tweet and tweet in the air because what they don't want to say is a lot of people on social media filter between the people they are some of those people are the trolls that they don't think they are right by which i'm by which i mean we think of a troll as someone with an egg account and they're calling you a nigger or you know every time someone says something they're you know going after them or whatever right and that and so when we disagree with the things they do and say we're like that's a troll that's harassment right what i'm saying is a lot of the stuff that people think is righteous is also harassment it is so there's things that we're like oh we had to drag so-and-so because they did a video that we didn't like well you're also harassing them yes you you are you just think you're harassing them for a good cause right so whenever they so whenever they 
implement one of these tools that gets rid of harassment part of the woke crowd feels mad because they're like i don't get to harass people anymore right because that's my jam i'm on here for that too i just want it only for the things i agree with so you know like i said when you lose the ability to harass a tommy lauren or uh candace Owens, somebody we you know we don't like then like all of a sudden you're like well hold up well that's the so that's the cost i want all the rules to flow one way which is impossible but i want all the rules to flow one way on social media i want it all to agree with me i would like the option to harass candace owens Mm -hmm. but no one can harass me right i don't want to see you know Issa ray get harassed so i would like for Issa ray to be able to live in peace and harmony and i get to interact with her and when people harass her i'm like that's so terrible why don't y'all change it okay cool here's some changes whoa 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 well then how am i gonna say that um you know whatever actress i hate is fucking up how am i gonna say that to her mentions and and truth be told uh my opinion just people in general including myself most everybody that has some form of social media even if you don't use it that much you're addicted to it and everybody knows it's an addiction it's a goddamn addiction because if it wasn't we would not be on there as much as we are on there it is an addiction and it feels something inside of you it does it for everybody and so for a lot of people you are forcing them to 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 break an addiction and they don't want to hear that because as much well, as well this isn't even trying to tell you to get off social media no 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 this no. is literally saying specifically the addiction is you can't stop harassing these people right and that's what's so crazy about it they didn't kick you off of twitter no but that's how people gonna feel and and people were mad because like i've seen people that wanted these tools Mm -hmm. also be upset because it's like well now people gonna be able to just say whatever they want they already been doing it right and you've been helping them Mm -hmm. every step of the way by reacting to it like i i don't know i can't see the downside to this to be honest i can't see it either because as much as people complain guess what your ass gonna be out there none of y'all niggas gonna delete your accounts and get off there are some people that have and i'm glad for them but the average person who has a full-fledged addiction they're not gonna get off they're not gonna stop tweeting they're not gonna stop post they're gonna steady asses on it and twitter knows it yeah the thing i'm more the thing that's in more interesting to me about all this is why what is the upside to twitter because i would assume twitter must be about to try to like sell itself again mm-hmm. because the thing that always they've always approached twitter uh as far as like uh a, an investment that they want to sell to a big name company right and they keep losing now you know abc disney they walk away from the table and stuff over and over and it's always been because whatever company whenever they analyze the interactions they say it's low quality interaction right there's lots of har- harassment mm. we can't verify if any of these people are real. real right and so you keep trying to sell me on look how much interaction there are look how many users there are we don't think this is real or good quality that that we can invest money in and advertise on and and all that stuff and i think they they make a great point which is why all of a sudden it's a top priority to be like wait hold up hold up hold up we need Some to fix shit people this people forever right so i do find that interesting mm-hmm. uh all right let's see what else can we talk about um i guess we can uh try to get into a couple of games before we get out of here guys um uh what do i feel like talking about how about um uh i guess we can do some 
I don't want to be fucking with black people. Mm-mm. I'm good on that. Um, oh, actually, you know what? What's up? I do know what I can do. I got a, I got a segment we can go to. We haven't done it in a while. Okay. Um, let's talk about all these uh, black people out here getting money that I hate. Oh shit, man! I love it. They ain't gonna like this. They ain't gonna like this. I've been getting to the money. Let's talk about these black capitalists mm-hmm. that I can't stand. Cause I'm a black socialist, leftist, and I love it. I hate to see black people getting money at any time. They get some money, I'm gonna be right here to talk shit about their ass mm. and tell them to give the money up so only white people can have it. Get the your way, bag, niggas, get your bag. The way it's supposed to be. Uh, for us, by us, black-owned banks that flourish under the hashtag black, Bank Black Movement. Yay! In the wake of tragic police involved shootings on both Altstern and Philando Castile, the internet was buzzing about calls for justice and social reform. Many leaders voiced concerns and contributed to the overall conversation in the 2016 town hall meeting that aired on BT MTV networks. However, rapper and activist Killer Mike's approach was a clear call to action. Understanding the need for financial wealth as a means to obtain power. Killer Mike's request to the black community was to invest in black businesses and support black banks to help advance the community as a whole. And the people listen. In a recent study by the FDIC, performance has grown with minority-owned banking institutions since 2015. However, their overall presence is steadily decreasing. In contrast, J.P. Morgan Chase is the country's largest bank with over $2.7 trillion in assets. While the size of a bank doesn't automatically determine its success consumers should always consider all of their options including smaller black owned businesses in all efforts to keep the hashtag bank black movement going strong uh, in an effort i'm sorry to keep the hashtag bank black movement going strong there here's a list of the largest black owned banks for you to consider moving your money to citizens trust bank they got a 411 million dollars in assets and 10 branches in atlanta georgia yeah because i've looked through these before i don't that's not i don't think i don't even think it's one in charlotte at least i don't think it is um yeah i mean not that i would put my money in any of these because i don't want black capitalists to have my money because oh lord it's still white supremacist patriarchal capitalism but you just a black face on top of it so you just gonna take my money and 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 use me higher probability of getting approved for a loan right a loan a high interest loan that these no the regular ass loan like everybody else it's different because black people did it i don't think so barack obama foundation receives five million dollar donation from nike for up coming athletic facility at obama presidential center in chicago yes <sighs> y'all know how much i hate this white black man in white face wait white man in black face okay president obama who uh set the country back with his capitalism and he drones did not i love him and his wife and they black kids Mm-mm. even they dog was black i love them all i hate them that's why i tell black people if you don't feel like voting even, even they dog is a capitalist if i exactly why i hate them and if i find out like when black people be like i don't feel like voting i'll be like don't worry about it then 
nope let, let trump win it's nothing wrong with that nope it, listen mm-hmm. if, if white people can do it mm-hmm. black people should be able to do it too nope nope do i gotta protest on my own show nope i'm just trying to i'm just saying that's why i, I hate hearing his name even Mm-mm. i'll be like no your ancestors did not die for you to vote okay they just died of random causes high blood pressure mm-hmm. blood force trauma mm-hmm. whatever it's just mm-hmm. random shit mm-hmm. the obama presidential center is currently in its beginning stages in chicago will be located in jackson park on the south side of chicago south side where the black set mm. come on Mm-mm-mm. so he, yes so where, he, they, where they need to the help yes he gentrifying the neighborhood y'all. yeah we're not why, why make them travel community gentrify is what i call them according to the obama.org uh the obama presidential center will consist of four main buildings on this campus including a museum a library a forum for people from different da- backgrounds to come together for programming and a plaza serving a, as a public space for events for many different natures come on now nike has decided to donate five million dollars for barack obama to be able to create an athletic facility on the premises let's do it Mm-mm. nike the home yes, Nike, of just Colin, do it. The home of Colin Capitalism, Nick. That mm-hmm. Nike. That Nike. The home of Serena Williams. That Nike, my nigga. It's sad to see these black capitalists come together and and just try to make all this money on the back of black labor and child labor and putting them little shoes together. Mm-hmm. But most of y'all probably still wear Nikes. I sure do. Mm-mm-mm. President. Just about everything you touched in your life has probably had some form of slavery attached to it. If that's the case, you might as well just, I don't know where you're going to live then. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's really sad to see how how quickly we sell out our principles when they put a black face on it, ain't it? President of Nike Foundation Community Impact Officer Jorge Casimiro, mm, a Latinx capitalist. I hate mm-hmm. them too. No, Explain. I don't hate them. Explain the reason for the athletic brands. Come on, my Latino friends. Cabin company's donation stated Obama has said it wouldn't be his presidential center if there wasn't a place to play some hoops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make you jump through hoops as a black person in your life. Poke, Roger Poke. Uh, Spike Lee named president of the Khan Film Festival jury. Dude. He became the, the first black person to head the panel. Or as I like to say, he became the first black puppet to mm-hmm. cape for the white man's He's not panel. not a puppet. Mm-hmm. That's how they do. They put a black face on it. And now the next time that a black person film don't win the annual film festival award, it's going to have who face on it? Spike Lee. And when that white person wins, <laughs> they're going to be able to say, no, it's not us. It's white people that chose that white film to win. It's Spike Lee spike lee has now got the name on the front of the door and y'all fell for it like some dummies because black people are not as smart as me because i'm the wokest of all the blacks okay Mm-mm. how about Mm-mm. y'all take Mm-mm. a little bit more Mm-mm. caffeine in your diet Mm-mm. so y'all can Mm-mm. be as woke as me no i don't want to be that woke then i understand spike lee is to many of you is I a lifetime pioneering activist is. in the film space who is, is putting his work and all of y'all was rooting mm-hmm. for his little black clansman film I, win. yes i was right all y'all was so excited about that but you yes, know what sir, i was happy for that man i never forgot because you know how much spike lee movie tickets cost how much the same as the white man yes. y'all fools yeah. been putting yeah, money in a capitalist man's pockets for years under the guise of activism mm-hmm. just like them colin kaepernick shoes 
ain't that a part of equality this shit all the tickets be the same I'm why, why tickets gotta be inferior and cheaper i'm off of the cans film festival plantation unlike the rest of you blacks mm-hmm. until you get invited to one uh-huh i, hate I honestly there. hate to see i honestly hate mm-hmm. to see y'all participating in mm-hmm. this yeah they be like well roger we'll fly y'all here so you can review uh-huh he uh-huh. didn't make a movie called bamboozle for no reason karen okay because that's what he did to many of you blacks y'all fell for it <laughs> regina <laughs> king regina king inks first look deal with netflix will produce film and series for the streaming giant come on regina king making all the booze on the low if i didn't gonna fuck around to be a mogul if i didn't like it for kenya burst and his colorist ass what makes you think i'm gonna be okay are you with I, do you regina agree regina king getting do Netflix you do money? you agree with separate but equal over there what the fuck is this i don't she should have went to bt plus i don't understand why she getting money maybe she did a, you don't black, know why you making the assumption that she didn't even if she did that's still black capitalism it was a trick question i i i personally am keeping that same energy even when it's regina king i'm keeping that same energy this man okay because you over here crossing the picket line i am you crossing the picket line regina king monique still ain't got no job okay monique just had her case they trying to dismiss monique's case I'm uh, going right. to hop across the picket line. They trying to dismiss Monique's case and you fucking it up, crossing the picket line. No, she ain't. Being a goddamn no, uh, black capitalist ain't. trying to mm-hmm. get to this Netflix money. And it's disgusting. You, it ain't disgusting. Make your money, get your bag, honey. It's so sad. You it know, ain't sad. Everybody was so excited because watching that HBO, they sprinkled some black trauma on it. And they were, mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I love this. Oh, this is the new queen of slim for me and now all of a sudden she used that momentum to do what get the bag from netflix right get the bag bitch get right, it right behind our backs like we you know none of us saw you this mean coming. right in front of our salads what are we mm-hmm. talking about here right in front of our faces it's really sad ain't to, try to see. hide nothing and i don't blame her it's really sad to see i i hate to see any black person get money in this they push your bag society. my way i'm grabbing it it's black black people it's our own fault whatever if all of us would say no to the money we would be free the hell we will what you talking about well we was that's how it was under slavery. freedom costs money when we said listen we uh want to be free under slavery they said you is free we own you so i'm just saying we could go back to that and maybe that's the right answer what taraji p henson is launching a natural hair care line called tph what? What? by taraji what is happening over there mr shuck and jab and cool what is happening so y'all gonna buy taraji p henson's hair care line yes and she be walking Somebody around is. with wigs and perms see, and, this, and see this is what's wrong with us how do we know she hasn't been using her own line rihanna used these, her own makeup letting these black capitalists win well you know i don't like rihanna uh, she a black capitalist too you know, she already like, got the song called "Bitch Better Have My Money." Exactly, and she been hey, she been talking about me, money for years, in the same way that Jay Z can't get us free, don't act like Beyonce can't get us free, and natural hair care lines are not gonna get us free, even if it's the Roger P. Henson. It'll get my curls free and popping. What are you talking about? They need to be free too. No, this is so sad to see how easily y'all are led astray from y'all principles and tricked mm-hmm. into thinking that we gonna have to come mm-hmm. up 
because a couple of people got a little bit of money people say that should be no millionaires no billionaires i say that should be no thousandaires if you got a thousand dollars more than me no i want the money okay no what is wrong with you no a lot of like a lot of people might they friends they you know they my friends they you know they call they ride oh man i'm down on my luck oh i can't i can't find a job i'm unemployed right now and then they call me later and they be like oh man it get oh got some good news i just got a job and i'm like is it a socialist job nigga because if not boo to you no one wants you to have no job you gonna pay your rent with white capitalist dollars i sure am i don't think so now you part of this system i'm paying my rent and pay my bills and be sure i have roof over my head so i'm not homeless they done tricked y'all into this bullshit and i'm just trying to wake y'all up every week no you're not and i'm doing it by myself because my co-host is hating the whole time trying to keep y'all trapped oh man hate 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 Mm. hate i hate you i hate you they ain't gonna like it they ain't gonna like it now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to yes. guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist all right um how much time we got left in this session five whole minutes all right we should be able to get one done before we move to the next session i believe uh louisiana mother was arrested after allegedly attacking a student and urging her daughter to fight another oh shit a louisiana woman has been arrested after allegedly attacked one student at a middle school before having her daughter fight another student lacey lewis fought a separate student at westlake middle school in baton rouge louisiana on monday morning wafb reported the east baton rouge sheriff's office was notified about a major disturbance on the school's campus after the assistant principal told the school's deputy officer that louis that lewis wait what is it oh lacy lewis okay that lewis on the prince on the premises uh and appeared to be upset uh that all occurred after lewis came to the school to talk to officials about threatening phone calls her daughter had been receiving from another student at school the mother was initially told to wait in the assistant principal office but lewis left the room and was seen attacking a student the report said multiple students who witnessed the incident said they heard lewis tell her daughter at one point do your shit she also <laughs> she also reportedly told her daughter let's go you did what you came to do lewis claims she never got to the school's front office because she saw her daughter in a fight and attempted to break it up newsweek reports that the school faculty was unaware of lewis being on campus lewis was booked into the parish prison on monday and charged with civil battery including inciting to riot a disturbance uh disturbing the peace online arrest record show she was released on a bond later that day and will appear in the 19th judicial district court in baton rouge on a later date karen guess the race of lacey lewis that's a black mama 
that's a black mama let's check the chat room see what they believe uh you they hit you you hit them back black mama monthly black (laughs) stop it stop it right now white don't come home unless you be her ass black white this a nick that's a nigga they did the nolia clap upside david head black 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 white black as fuck she got balls i mean she got a bells bondsman on tap black 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 mama pulling up man very black mom okay so guess by the end it seemed like most people went black but a lot of people went white on this one the correct answer is black you got it right some of you guys got it wrong you said white did it show up i don't see it yet okay um but yeah she's a black woman uh she did not seem to mind uh going up there and going upside some child's head i wonder where the incitement to riot came oh, from she did that. oh probably because she um uh basically was like go up there and whoop her ass yeah you so because she told her top oh i guess they could have started everyone could have started kung fu fighting up in there yes sir all right let's go to the second one all right for the second story let's see um let me see uh how about hmm a michigan woman 44 is accused of biting off a friend's ear she told police that she was a wolf oh shit i see she did the mike tyson i don't know i started watching this new tv show the outsider maybe she was on it i don't know <laughs> a michigan woman is accused of strangling and biting off her friend's ear and then telling police she oh. was playing she was playing a wolf victim was a vampire oh so she's just a twilight fan i can see how that works no i i, I don't i don't see how that works at all mm. um allison thompson weaver 44 was found partially nude and covered in blood along with a 48 year old female friend last month oh when officers arrived they found the victim with a partially detached ear punctured wounds from her nails and brushing and bruising around her neck and arms miss weaver told me they were having consensual sex and that the victim was a vampire miss weaver was the wolf responded to oakland county yeah this is i think this is light role play although i don't know if any of them were gay or not but okay um no uh no you you don't actually the whole purpose is not to to uh harm your partner in that form you know if i'm having sex with you and you just turn it to like start biting me and saying you're a wolf i really would not be able to protect myself because sex is one of the few times that it's just like you know there's no way you're ready for that <laughs> nobody is police responded to call from a neighbor to a call from a neighboring apartment below reported two women fighting and one moaning and calling for help in the early hours of september 17th officers are, oh i don't know why i thought this happened like out in the woods what was wrong with me why did i oh because i watched that that the, mm-hmm. the outsider yeah not unless we're going with oh we're going to role play the average person is not ready for that officers entered the apartment no even if it was role play i'm not ready for you to bite my ear off this is oh bite it off yes yeah no like this person just went and was like like y'all was having sex and then it was like 
i'm a wolf and it's like you know at first you probably was like kind of cute like oh girl you crazy right. that's and then and it turns like, no really i'm a wolf it's like i i know you're, yeah, you're yeah. crazy in the sack Arr! it's like oh bitch you biting me what's wrong with you that part i would say no you would nobody's prepared nobody's for ready for that no nobody police responded to a call from a neighbor in the apartment below reporting two women fighting and one moan to call for hell da 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 officers in the department through an unlocked door of course found weaver hovering over the unnamed victim in the master bedroom both covered in blood the victim had several bite marks on her face and her ear partially bitten off they saw the two women covered in blood uh one was lying on the floor another was kneeling next to her and they're both in this dazed and confused state hawkins said the victim denied the alleged attack was part of consensual sex she said no based on the injuries the blood we weren't sure exactly what we had at that point yeah whose sex is that fucking ridiculous uh you know the consensual sex where you tear off my fucking ear bite through my neck you know try to kill me that that kind mm-mm, mm-mm. the safe word was apparently not no, me screaming you know the purpose is to have sex again so no i right. actually don't want to die weaver was taken into custody and removed from the room to protect protect any further happening uh the victim testified weaver attacked her while she was sleeping so it wasn't the see this is the other thing too in these articles they often report what the fucking abuser said right so it's like we was playing it's like uh you tried to cut her head off with a sword uh, as a joke the uh i remember her strangling me the next day i remember is trying to get away and hearing her as clear as day with no reflection in her tone saying sorry whatever her name was you're gonna have to die today i just and started, imagine if they hadn't came in that unlocked fucking door that she'd have killed her i just started screaming bloody murder banging on the floor no 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 i can't believe i'm going to die like this someone please help 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 uh police say weaver had been drinking and unknown drugs were recovered at the scene of course she's been charged with second degree criminal sexual conduct assault with intent to do great bodily harm and assault with intent to maim and assault with by strangulation this is very unusual said captain obvious this is uh sergeant dahlback is his name this is one of the cases that w- that will be once in a lifetime for deputies so okay guess the race of allison thompson weaver white okay let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race of this wolf is uh <laughs> let's see i gotta scroll up yeah i might scroll up a good little bit wow okay white wolf from the witcher white walking dead to hospital to get checked for rabies white on that meth safe word is meth white bella is a safe word white bad sauce white too crazy white i ate this i ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice chianti oh, no. white 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 goth goth kids crazy white oh no baby what is you doing that's not a race uh lock door <laughs> white white people do the most madness white what, jeffrey dahmer white i know they love dolls but damn this is too much with the uh, whitey the correct answer is white That's the other girl wanting to have sex with all those tickets. <laughs> she didn't know that's what she had signed up for. Mm-mm. Um, and that's her picture there. Ooh! Oh my! Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yep. Hmm yeah i guess that's her in court so she looks a lot different in court 
but i guess that's without all the blood in her hair and stuff you know what you right i'm thinking yeah i don't even think that's her hair color i think that's blood right they hadn't washed she hadn't washed the hair oh they hadn't washed the hair good grief man that that's gotta be traumatizing as fuck for right that person that that happened to uh all right let's go to the bonus round guys double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race uh well karen is two for two well let's see if she can go three for three i'm gonna try all right um kentucky woman weaponized her pit bull to kill her boyfriend police say a kentucky woman was in charge with murder after police found her pounding on a man at his home uh with the help of a pit bull she was ordering to attack oh no melissa d woke 38 told police she had been going redneck on the victim oh okay the victim was donald w abner 55 of richmond news report said she appeared to have blood on her hands and feet and had a large chump of hair in her hands that was consistent with the victim's hair she also was charged with alcoholic intoxication and resisting arrest what is they drinking neighbors called police at 3 a.m after seeing a woman jumping up and down on someone punching him and commanding a large dog to attack him oh the dog had bitten the man several times in the face and head trooper scotty pennington said while they didn't know who lived there the neighbors told wdky they had heard the gunshots there over the past few weeks past few weeks wow abner will be autopsy and the dog is being tested for rabies i don't even know how a dog comes back from tasting flesh like that i mean can they just do they not just put the dog down in a situation like that i don't know the rules behind that woke allegedly refused to call off her dog even as it attacked responding officers shit so they had no option but to eliminate the dog and shot it oh okay so now they're testing it for rabies because it's dead woke said woke too was belligerent and aggressive police said and told wtvq tv that only a taser would subdue her investigation into a motive and what sparked the incident were ongoing karen guess the race of uh melissa d woke oh that's some country white shit okay let's check the chat room see what they believe um this woman race was dog bit him on the white meat (laughs) uh you can only go redneck with alabaster skin white white she was uh, not the wokest white uh, redneck thing with my redneck friends redneck things with my redneck friends every day we go we be drinking uh what do they drink moonshine right <laughs> uh white we be drinking blue ribbon past blue ribbon uh <laughs> while we <laughs> while we banning guns banning white people from owning dogs white white another drinking crazy, ipas another crazy white one they don't drink no ipas not them rednecks another what crazy white woman michael vick white cousin black okay going off the board jane i see you rednecks are us white woke but needs to take her ass <laughs> to sleep black so white we don't have no dark meat for here white pbr oh yeah you know what's up a uh, white woman that named her dog king ha they also drink natty they do 
uh gunshots for weeks and only speaking up now white it's me and you okay so two people went black everybody else went white karen went white karen Mm -hmm. you got it right white um a couple people missed it though uh so yeah what was the clue when she said she went redneck on them <laughs> i mean what made you say white oh they were talking about they've been shooting for weeks and nobody reported it mm-hmm. so i was like oh that's somebody in the pure ass country uh she uh she sit the dog on her and they didn't shoot her mm-hmm. i was like oh that's a white woman yeah and they, it wasn't like she said when she said the pit bull on them it was pit mr worldwide because you know i don't know what i'd rather have like a pit bull actual pit bull or like they just start playing pit bull music over and over because you know i can see an argument for wanting to die in both cases so oh, uh, i'd rather have the music any day okay well do you agree to disagree uh all right let's go to sword ratchetness yeah she told me y'all gonna have to tase me one yesterday okay all right how about this two arrested after argument escalates into sword fight oh shit now it sounds like this is a situation where for to escalate into a sword fight yeah more than one person would have to have had a sword it escalated into one see the fuck are two people doing with more than one sword <laughs> Uh-huh, they got a clan did y'all meet up to fight like highlander how does it make sense blade swing and buddha as police say an argument escalating to a violent sword fight officers arrested 25 year old kelsey lynn white and 28 year old joshua james ray rothman on thursday guess the race white they are white karen for the bonus points you got it right a spokesperson for the buddha police department said uh say someone called 911 about an argument at the carrington oaks apartment near walmart what near walmart <laughs> it doesn't sound like a target crime no that's not that's definitely not a target crime when officers arrived the pair admitted to swinging swords at each other intending to hurt each other now i don't know but it looked like kelsey on the left caught way caught the bad one like their eyes is all like blacked up um and uh joshua looks fairly unharmed both wound up with major oh. mi- with minor injuries and now face aggravated assault with a deadly weapon charges yeah somebody took got the business in their face yeah i don't know what happened there but i think kelsey took that l mm-hmm. sorry to this person 
all right y'all that's it for uh today's episode like i said we yes, may we may or may, may not, not be back tomorrow uh i know for sure i'm gonna be recording with chris lambert so yes if we do a show it'll be a little later than than we've been doing it probably yes sir so we'll play it by ear we'll see if not we'll talk to you guys saturday balls deep is friday no nerd off this week gonna do it next week but when we do the nerd off next friday uh if everything goes right we should have uh bacon on with us so that'll be dope yay all right y'all until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.